Thank God it's Free Range. You are listening to Free Range Radio Friday with your host, Michael Elves. Pour yourself a beverage and turn up the volume because here on 101.5 UMFM, the weekend starts now. UMFM, this is Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. I'm Michael Alves, and kicking things off for us tonight, that is duo Bird and Byron with a track called By My Side. A recent single became, I guess, a TikTok sensation before it was picked up by the Lincoln lawyer for use in the uh, second half of season two. Came across that one, catching up on that show, and really dug it. 
had to go online and figure out who it was. Uh, Nashville duo. Throwback soul stuff, which always resonates with me as someone who loves Daptone and uh, Big Crown and other labels like that. Coal Mine, of course. Um, shout out to the Lincoln Lawyer music supervisor who also included some Kenny Dorham in the show because uh, I, uh, of course, host the Ben Shockey's The Baseball Talk Show on Friday mornings and uh, used a Kenny Dorham track as part of our intro music. And it was kind of neat to hear that in use in the mo- in the show. Uh, got another piece of throwback soul for you. We got some blues coming up later. Sue Foley coming to town to play Blue Note Park on August 16th. That's next Wednesday, and she'll be joining us on the show. But before we get to that Brooklyn band levitation room with kind of a psych rock soul throwback called Scene for an Exit, then we got some new stuff from The Breathing Effect. Uh, Eli and Harry is the new LP. We're going to play you the track Carbon Capture. Uh a, it's a great track, but B, the uh, the topic is front of mind for me. I just read Mary Soderstrom's book, Against the Seas, and uh, the, of course, with what's happening in Maui and other places in the world, uh, climate change is on my brain. Uh, we got some more great music for you coming up. Keep it locked here on 101.5 UMFM.
Boy thing can't seem to find the one Cause it's the same line right at the wrong time I think I've had enough Cause I don't need to try Think I finally realized that I'm all good don't need the guy Cause I'm the love of my own life I don't need to try Think I finally realized I'm too busy to be a wife That's why I called up Charlie I told him I was sorry Then there 
here on Thank God It's Free Range, the Friday edition of Free Range Radio. Right before the break, UK singer Summer Pearl featuring Liam Bailey on a new single called Waste Your Time, bracket, bag of reasons. Really hype track. Love it. Uh, excited to hear more. They've only got a couple singles up on Bandcamp so far. Uh, new stuff from Munia, Quebec artist with Once Again featuring Kainalu. May Muller, a UK singer, songwriter with an acoustic version of Me, Myself and I that it just landed in my inbox today. Before that, Ophelia Delusion with Not Enough, a, uh, a new single from an uh, emerging artist. And speaking of emerging artist, Eleanor, Canadian R&B artist who sent me her single, Former Friend, earlier this week. Really dig that one. And that fit really nicely with the new collaboration between Bad Bad Not Good and Turnstile. New Heart Designs, an EP that dropped today. And we heard the lead off track. Mystery, we started that set off with Levitation Room and The Breathing Effect. going to start this set off with Minnesota act Finnick, who uh, came up for the Winnipeg Folk Festival in July to play the Stingray Young Performers stage. And at the time, uh, they happened to uh, send me their first single, and uh, we played it here on the radio, and that was their very first radio broadcast. Going to play you the new single they just sent me called Stones in My Souls, and encourage you to check out their little YouTube video of their visit to Winnipeg for the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Speaking of the Winnipeg Folk Festival, Julian Taylor, who performed at the fest, has a new single called Georgia Moon, and coming up after that, my chat with Sue Foley, who's coming to Blue Note Park on Wednesday, August 16th.
Right, well, coming to Blue Note Park, August 16th, that's next Wednesday, blues artist Sue Foley bringing Pinky's Blues, her latest record. And uh, are, are you bringing the guitar that it's named after? Well, I'm bringing two Pinkies. I have uh, three Pinkies. They're Pink Paisley Telecasters, uh, for people who don't know what Pinky is. But yeah, P- Pinky's Blues was named after my uh, my original Pink Paisley Telecaster that I got when I was, I guess I was about 20 years old. And I started my career with that guitar and I did all my albums, even up until Pinky's Blues with that guitar. And um, I've had it so long that I actually don't bring it on airplanes anymore. So I've got two replacement Pinkies that I will have with me. So, yeah, because I'd read we will, we will have Pinky. I read an interview you did with Blues Blast magazine around the time the album came out saying basically like the original just doesn't go on the road with you anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little too precious at this point. You know, I, I had some close calls. I've had it lost by airlines and I've had it, you know, people not want me to bring it on board. So it just turns into this whole thing. And I was like, you know, poor Pinky. I think she's just going to do local shows from now on. So that wasn't your first guitar, uh, but uh, obviously it's a special guitar. It's been with you for, for decades now. Is there something about writing on that guitar in particular that just like do you know the instrument so well at this point that that's your primary instrument to write on or what, what is it about that, that specific guitar? Um, you know, I think when you have, you know, like I know a lot of guitar players, especially love to have a lot of instruments. I mean, guitar, guitar players are notorious for collecting (laughs) 
a lot of instruments and loving like, hey, I don't have a Gibson 335. I got to get a Gibson, you know, and I got to get a Les Paul and I got to get this. Well, you know, I, I just bonded with one instrument and, and I took that one, that one pink Paisley Telecaster all over the world with me from the time I was 20 years old. So, I mean, that's uh, at this point decades. Um, and I don't know, you bond, you know, you, you bond with an instrument like that and, and your spirit gets into it. You've had so many good, good nights and experiences with it and it's just been with you i don't know it just takes on a sort of a spirit but also you you also sort of get an intuitive way to approach playing it it's hard to explain but and they and it gets really worked in like the neck gets really worked in so it's it's really smooth it sort of molds to your playing and your hands and i i bought that guitar brand new so it, it was you know it was something that it was only mine, right? It never belonged to anybody before me. And, and that's also a special sort of thing. So every nook and cranny, and if you see pink, pictures of Pinky, the original, um, she's all beat up now. <laughs> you know, she's, she's better battered and, and, but she's still the best sounding guitar I have. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know that like some of the fascination with, uh, you know, multiple guitars for guitars is, you know, different tones, different vibes that you can kind of bring out with each different guitar does having kind of one primary instrument force you to kind of like figure out the voice of your guitar and, and what varieties and, and, and variations you can do with that one instrument? Absolutely. So instead of looking for another instrument to give you another sound, you find that sound on that instrument. So for instance, Pinky could, you know, I could make her sound really rich and thick or real biting. And I mean, I can, I can do a lot with that guitar. I could do country blues on it. I can do anything because you just kind of just do it all on one. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that. So was that kind of the idea behind Pinky's Blues? Like, was there a specific inspiration in terms of, you know, like showing, demonstrating the breadth and width of that particular guitar or? No, it was just a sort of a dedication to that guitar because I'd had it so long and, and that was our producer Mike Flanagan's idea actually he said you know you really need to just make a, a guitar album because it's really what your fans want to hear and I was like okay so we just kind of put it put it all out there and just did some really sort of typical sounding Texas style blues that I was sort of reared on and um you know just played the guitar I've been playing my whole career and did a little tribute to her so speaking of Texas style blues you grew up in Canada but moved to Austin what was it that drew you specifically to Texas style blues? Well, when I was getting into blues, I was a teenager and that was, you know, when Stevie Ray Vaughan got, was starting to get big and the fabulous Thunderbirds. And there was this sound coming out of Texas and not even specifically Texas, but specifically Austin. And it was a sound in blues that hadn't really been heard. It was really fresh. It was, it was happening now. Like so much with blues is traditional and, goes back to the, you know, when you study blues, you study music from the 30s, 40s, 50s, and on on up. But this was happening then, and, and that really that really made a huge impact in the blues world that, hey, man, there's this sound coming out of Austin, and, and man, it's kicking ass, and everybody wanted that sound. Everybody wanted to be part of it. So I was just drawn to the sound primarily, and then I saw all these artists that were coming out of Austin, and I was like, I gotta go to Austin. I mean, it's happening right now, we gotta go down there. And so we did, we were, you know, 21, and my band came down with me from Canada, and we got tutored by Clifford Antone, the great sort of 
mentor for all of us who started Antone's nightclub and record label who, you know, that was the club where all those bands played and, and kind of came up and all the legends were playing there. So I just wanted to be in the middle of that. You know, to me, it's not that I disassociated from Canada or anything. It's just that I, I just, that was happening. <laughs> it was really important and, and you knew it was happening then. And I was like, we have to go now. It's, it's happening right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, not to suggest that you like left Canada like behind or something. Just what what led you specifically to Austin? I was curious about because you know there there were a variety of blues happening, but it sounds like you know specific records, specific artists helped kind of lure you to Austin. Well, that Texas sound really drew me in. I mean, the Texas guitar players I've always loved, from Jimmy Vaughn to Clarence Gatemouth Brown, T Bone Walker, and Lightning Hopkins, and I mean those guys. I don't know. There's something about the way they play guitar down there that is like nowhere else. Texas is a real guitar culture. And and it was built up even from, you know, who I consider one of the first or maybe the first Texas blues guitar slinger, which was Blind Lemon Jefferson back in the 1920s, you know, and it just goes from there. And there's just all these really bad guitar players, man. And there's so I mean, I say bad, but I mean, good. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, it's unique. It's a unique sound. But it's just really strong. And I, I just really was really drawn to it. I was like, if I want to be among the best, that's who I got to go hang out with. Now you mentioned uh, that Mike, your producer said that, you know, uh, a guitar record is kind of what your fans want. Is that something in the back of your mind when you're making music is like what your audience expects or wants at this point? Um, it's a, it's a mixture you know, you walk a fine line as an artist to what you want to give your audience. You want to in, indulge them and give them what they want. And, and then you also have to express what's coming out of you. I mean, some artists don't pay attention to that at all. And I, and I haven't over the years, I, I don't really think about that too much, but I, I think sometimes it is nice to consider them because they're there for you and it's nice to be there for them and give them something that really feeds their spirits too. Does music making ever kind of collide with that where like, you know, they want you to be one thing, but maybe you're feeling something differently and, and wanting to explore a different path at a, at a certain point? It, it could happen. I'm sure it happens to a lot of people. I, and like I said, it's a fine line you walk as an artist. I mean, generally, you just want to play what you need to play and you need to express. And There's things inside of you or visions or whatever creative urges that you have that you want to explore and, and you can't, you can't be too concerned. It depends what kind of artist you want to be, but I, I don't generally worry about that too much. I, I just think if I make good quality stuff that people will stick with me. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. as, far, as far as making stuff, what, what is your songwriting process like? I'm curious, like, are you someone who clocks in and writes every day or are you someone who, you know, inspiration has to strike and then you bang out a batch of tracks? What's, what's it like? Um, it really varies. Um, I I wish I had a method I could just say, yeah, I have this method and it works every time, you know. <laughs> it doesn't really, it's kind of like, you know, you throw stuff at the wall, you get ideas, you jot down notes, you get into writing jags. You know, there's sometimes when I'm just in a writing jag and I'll be doing a lot of writing. Um, I try to like keep, the juice is flowing all the time. And sometimes you just get inspiration from anywhere and kind of try to capture it. It's, it's really lightning in a bottle, as they say, it's just, it's just there and you try to be open to it. 
So Pinky's Blues came out a little while ago. Have you been writing and working on new stuff since, or you've just been focused on, you know, touring this record and, and playing it for audiences? No, Pinky's Blues came out a while ago and we recorded it in 2020. So I've been with these songs for a long time. We've got a whole, I've got a, an acoustic solo album in the can. I'll be previewing some of that in Winnipeg. And that's a tribute to uh, some of the pioneering women of guitar players. So that's one of my next projects coming out next year. I've also got a live album where we um, we just went in and kicked out some real live stuff with the band. That's coming out actually first in the fall. And uh, I'm always working on new material and new sounds. It's kind of like when an album comes out, you're almost done with it. And then I was talking about that to a friend the other day and say, you know, when an album comes when you make an album, that's almost the end <laughs> because you've recorded it. Right. And it's like, okay, good. We got that down, but then you got to go out and tour it for a year and a half or something or two years and you live with that material. But really, ideally you're already, while that materials you're touring it, you're already working on new stuff. Yeah. The blues blast interview you did, you said, you know, uh, Touring is like a break for you that, you know, you're busier when you're at home. you got a lot of, you know, irons in the fire, but that like, I guess you're just kind of focused on playing those songs on that record when you're, when you're touring a record, it, it may be yeah, the nice kind of the cap. It is. The nice thing about being on the road is the road is the road. And there's, when you're on the road, it's, it's sort of all, all encompassing. You, you're spending all your day focusing on the show. And, uh, and then the next morning you wake up and focus on the next show. And there's really not a lot of ways for life to kind of intervene with that. And it's actually really nice <laughs> because, you know, when you're at home, the phone's ringing and you're getting emails and texts and requests and that. But when you're on the road, you can just say, I'm sorry, I'm on the road. <laughs> I can't deal with any of this right now. Hit know? that out of, out of office reply. and It is. It's like such a gift. It really is so much. It's so much fun. Well, to give folks a taste of the fun, uh, maybe you can pick a track off Pinky's Blues we can play for listeners. If you have a reason why you're picking that song or an anecdote about it, we'd love to hear that. Yeah, let's play, um, shoot, why don't we play Say It's Not So? I mean, it's a slow blues. It's more of a, you know, a blues song, straight up blues song. It was written by a good friend of ours named Angela Straley. But I just, I love the vibe of this. Chris Layton was on the drums and he's like Stevie Ray Vaughan's original drummer and and uh, John Penner's on bass, who's out of the Winnipeg area. He's still in my band. He's my original bass player. So he'll be with us at, at times or at the Blue Note Park. The outdoor later on times, this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were in the studio and we just kind of started to play this one. And I hadn't really ever performed, I've never performed it. Um, nobody really knew it and I just had barely learned it. So I don't know. There's just a vibe to it on the record where I feel like it's just sounds really in the moment and, and uh, it's got a lot of feel. Well, that's good. That gives folks a kind of taste of what things are like in the moment. Then uh, we'll give that yeah. one a listen. Uh, August 16th. That's next Wednesday at Blue Note Park. Sue Foley. Thanks for taking some time and, and safe travels. Hey, thanks so much. My pleasure. We'll see you uh, next week.
Back here on Thank God It's Free Range, Friday edition of Free Range Radio. Brand new track from Kiefer, single called August Again. It is indeed August again, summer in its waning days, which is why I'm going to play you Wait for the Summer, the new single from Benny Sings as well. Uh, we've got a few more tracks before we hand things over to After 8 Radio. Got a new single from Eric Hilton of Thievery Corporation featuring Natalia Clavier, uh, who I think still records under the 18th Street Lounge label that the, the pair started we got some got street park we got a new collaboration from king juice and fresh kills first thing that they've done together i think since 2013 isque new single called i get high she's coming to play the park theater in november and we're going to close things off with hermanito and a dope single that i heard this week called broken charms keep it locked here on 101.5 umfm we'll be back here next friday 6 30 to 8 p.m get your feet on the ground take a breath Nothing is gonna hurt you Say it now It's beginning all this time Look at me now You know where you are I know what happened I know what it meant to you I know it's bad But there is nothing we can do Hey, baby Will you get stronger? Just sit back
you want to test this true character, give him power. Oh, Lord, will somebody help me? Can anybody give me some refuge from this wretched pain? I said, good Lord. Heart. Praise the law for the art. World poverty's a camaraderie, and we gotta stop it. Stop the warring. Toddlers dying, mothers mourning in the West. We take for granted what we born in. And our planet's in peril, but then who's really surprised? It's time your eyes wide open, cause Mother Earth ain't joking. Man, she battered, madder than a hatter, broke, bruised, exploited like the nightly news, used and abused. So we gotta do better than this. We locked in a struggle, come to grips with why Porto Prince was reduced to rubble. It's a small sign of trouble, and we all in the line. Catastrophic cataclysm, shape your world vision. Oh, Lord, will somebody help me? Can anybody give me some refuge from this wretched pain? I said, good Lord, I don't think the world see me. Then why would they leave me to suffer and die another day? Tsunami, central telecom, roadside bomb. Staff sergeant only 22 and he's gone. And so his four-year-old Hassan, it goes on and 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 none prosper in the long run they got you wondering who the hell shot you and it's wrong i got you it's better to feed the needy than be greedy it's better to sow your role speedy it's better your vision see me and vice versa immersed in the vision of winning for the sake of the children from the beginning no spinning in this building for god's children i see peace freedom justice equality Can anybody give me some refuge from this wretched thing? 